Intergence, it's been three months since we acquired the PlayStation 5. It's 2022, it's February. It's only three days before Horizon Forbidden West releases. Great time to review this and uh, help you figure out whether the PlayStation 5 is worth it. If you can get your hands on one, it's high time we reviewed it. Let's do it. Do you remember, guys, we also have an unboxing for the PlayStation 5, a first setup, how to set up for like streaming as well, if you have the VR and so forth, little video of that, even how to set up the stand, as well as a review on using the PlayStation 5 DualSense on the PC, which is one of our most popular videos. You should definitely check that out. But this video will focus on reviewing the PlayStation 5 console. Is it worth it in 2022? If you can even get one, of course. Feels bad for anyone that's going to be playing Horizon Forbidden West, PlayStation 4. I feel you, I was there for a year. But we're going to be looking at the look and feel of the console and the DualSense controller, as well as performance and the software. And then I'm going to try and conclude as to whether or not you should buy a PlayStation 5, if you can get one, if you already have a powerful PC. Let's do it. Oh yeah, and uh, let me know if you already have a PlayStation 5, how you are liking it, what's your thoughts, what's your review score out of 10 for the PlayStation 5, and uh, are you getting Horizon Forbidden West? Okay, let's get out of the way first. Talking about the look and the feel of the console. PlayStation 5's design is polarizing, to say the least. It's big, it's heavy, it has a divisive look. You can't miss it, doesn't matter where you pull it, it isn't made to be put or fit anywhere. Is that English? Well, you know what I mean. You just cannot miss this thing, it demands that you play it. It reminds you all the time that it's in the room. And it's clearly a, a design that is trying to stand out. Whether you love it or not, it really doesn't matter. It's trying to kind of make sure that you know this is meant to be the next generation of gaming console experience. And it at least does that. I know there's a lot of people that prefer the Xbox Series X design or series, Xbox Series design, I suppose, because the other ones have a similar look. Unless you have that condition where you don't like lots of little holes on top, it makes you feel a bit weird. But, um,. Me personally, I like the fact that the PlayStation 5's design is continuing the designs of previous PlayStation consoles, which is trying to be distinctive, trying to be kind of a, a leap forwards. Yes, you can joke that it's two plates with something in the middle. You can customize those now as well. But honestly, it feels more exciting as a purchase than the Xbox, really, which if you have a PC already, you really don't need it especially with the cloud features and so forth now, but the PlayStation 5 is a design that is demanding attention and demanding a reaction, whether you like it or not, and I respect it for that. And I don't particularly hate it. It's just massive. It's like having a fridge in your bedroom or living room, which I suppose isn't terribly unusual these days if you're sponsored by certain companies that provide drinks that are allegedly giving you energy. It's also worth mentioning, I've forgotten the first take, the inputs are probably a little bit low, depending on if you have a VR, PlayStation VR ones attached to it, as well as an external drive as I do. Probably could use a couple of more USB inputs on there. Um, and also on the front, there's only uh, one traditional USB input to put in for your controller, so it means the other one will be relying on either the smaller reversed USB-C front, or you would have to have that charged somewhere else from another USB input, at least that's how I'm reading it. So that's something to think about, it's not two USB slots on the front, that's normal. It's a USB small one, let me have a quick look. It looks like a USB-C on the front. 
and then a normal USB on the front as well with it. So, you know, things to think about if you've got a whole bunch of things you want to attach. Next up on the hardware side, guys, let's discuss the DualSense. Now, I've already got a video again, plug, which should be on is it this side. No, this side, pop up, if I remembered. But you can check out my uh, review on using the DualSense for the PC, which has got lots of spoiler moments as a viable thing is, you know, I don't want to spoil it. Go and watch the video. But um, yeah, you can see I've got some uh, usage marks on there. Now, I've been using this a lot. Um, Got to figure out how you clean this thing. In all them scuff marks. But the DualSense controller, um, it's going to probably give away a bit of the review. I'll definitely check it out. It's a distinctive look. Again, it matches with the console itself. Looks very space age and stuff almost. I really like this controller personally. Spoiler alert. Um, I think it's the best controller I've used. It's got a bit of weight to it. It's got the kind of thickness of the Xbox controller, if you like that. If you've got small hands, maybe not so much. It comes packed with lots of tech. That's really cool. And some people say, well, you know, the haptic feedback you won't notice after a while, but I think good haptic feedback or good vibration is the ones that you don't notice, not the ones that you do notice constantly. And it's utilized right. You'll tend to notice or remember it when you're using like a different weapon or something and it feels different or when you're moving about in Returnal. It's noticeable. Um, and control has a kind of thing where you kind of, the footsteps vibrate. So it's really cool. And um, it looks really nice. I like the look of it. Comes in different colors, or if you're willing to spend a little bit more money. Um, yeah, the DualSense is awesome, and I think it's even better than the Xbox controller personally. But uh, sometimes you might run some compatibility issues with PC. Never check out the video for that. So yeah, I like it. Nothing to complain about. Probably need some decent-sized hands, maybe if it's got small hands, might be a problem. But yeah, this controller is, uh, and the uh, resistant triggers are very cool as well when utilized right as well. Awesome. Let's give it a kiss. It's not my thumbnail cover. So now we looked at the hardware, let's talk about the actual uh, software side of things, yeah, the meat of the thing. Essentially the SSD is uh, is really good in this. And if you've never experienced an SSD, especially if you haven't got one on your Windows or your PC, then this is going to be like... Um, I have had the liberty of having an M2 SSD on my PC for a while now, about a good... I want to say two years maybe? Uh, maybe a bit more? But they make a difference and uh, the PlayStation 5's architecture is designed specifically for it. So you will notice a difference, especially with games that are installed on that particular space. Yes, there isn't a lot of space and that's kind of maybe an issue. You can upgrade it, but upgrading or adding an additional SSD is going to cost you something like another $150 to $200, I want to say, because you have to also get a fan to keep it cool, a heat sink. So there is that. It's not a lot of space, but you can fit probably about um, I want to say maybe 10, I've got about 10 games on there, I'll probably cut in with a video that shows how much stuff I've got installed on there at the moment, that's maxed. If you are getting Horizon Forbidden West, by the way, it is going to take up 90 gigabytes of space, so um, make sure you've got space. And if you're going for the hustle of getting it discounted on the PlayStation 4 version, getting a free upgrade to PlayStation 5, at time of recording you cannot preload the 90 gigabytes if you go that route, you have to buy the direct £60 or $70, $75 version. And then you can preload. If you get a PlayStation 4 version, you have to wait to release. Just a heads up. You're welcome. Um, so yeah, the speed of resuming some games is really quick as well. Uh, Returnal had like a thing, I think, where I went in and just like went on like the achievements or something and I said resume and it just went straight into the game. No menus, no um, title screams of uh, the brands and the companies. And straight into the game, it was ridiculous. So some games, when they support it, especially uh, Sony's own native 
party first party games is ridiculous. Um, the HDR is always on now as well, which is nice. I don't have to fiddle around with trying to capture it with uh, color settings and so forth. You like copy, record, or stream your games. It's nice that it's always on. You set one color template if you don't have HDR pass through. That's great. It's HDR is always on. There is a. It's easier to manage the storage. The storage system on the PlayStation Five is much more quicker to access and see what you got, what you don't have, and it's more easier to manage. And it works a lot more simpler and a lot more quicker. So that's really nice. Um, comparing to the PlayStation 4's dashboard, it's much more simpler. I haven't seen the ability to add folders, folders or anything like that, or customize really much. But really, it doesn't really hurt it because it just—I've not had no problems getting to what I want to get to and just do it quick. It's split into games and then media, which is your uh, movies and so forth. We do that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, it's simpler. And then PlayStation 4 doesn't have as much features, but it gets the job done. It works quickly. And there are some new features that are quite nice, um, like the helper thing that gives you no spoilers and so forth. But again, it's really going to be only mostly at the moment uh, PlayStation's own first-party games that feature it. Most of the other third-party games you can buy on PC and other places don't typically have that. some of the features that are kind of cool but are not always featured. Because, you know, that's just kind of how PlayStation's... And so many stuff where they create these cool things and companies don't always adapt them. The controller's been getting more support, to be fair, on the PC than probably people expected with the adaptive triggers and haptic feedback being in there, so that's pretty cool. Um, there's no custom folders. Um, and upgrading games could be more simpler. Sometimes it's a little bit like, eh, uh, what? Uh, uh, uh. And with the way Sony hides the fact that you can just get like the Horizon on PS4 and just get the PS5 version for less, a little bit dodgy, and they're going to start charging $10, $10 £10 to do that now going forward so that's a little bit of a, a marker off so yeah small drive space i was talking about heat sink can cost another 200 270 dollars and when i wrote down my notes for the review there wasn't a lot of playstation 5 exclusives um obviously horizon forbidden west is coming up reviews are coming in for it and it's looking pretty good overall it looks like at least air of more of the same at the worst i'm looking forward to playing that friday um, I hope you guys are if you're not playing it already and if you are playing it already completely jealous but yeah that's pretty much all of the main features I can think of that make the whole package overall aside from just the fact that obviously their first party games as ever Sony are really good at making their first party games system sellers and pretty much all of them for the most part are they're really awesome I just made a farting noise I put my hands together like extra watch time Hi. I need to practice that for next time. Alright, so before I conclude with whether I think you should buy or who should buy a PlayStation 5, assuming you can even get one again. Sorry if you can't at the moment, I feel you. Like I said, I was there for a year, previous uh, November, and it sucked. But um, first, let's give it a score, a review score. So overall, PlayStation 5 console for me is going to be a 9 out of 10. Main reason being is it's small little issues with things like the space could be a little bit more, um, the USB inputs could be a little bit more, and the decision to maybe not have to have one USB-C and one USB on the front is kind of odd somewhat. And minor things, not really much complaints, uh, probably could be a little bit more exclusive still as well, but that's to be expected now that games are taking an average of what, four or five years to make. 
and the costs are going up, you're going to expect to have way more ex- less exclusives than you would normally have in any previous generation. So that's understandable. But it's going to be a 9 out of 10 for me in PlayStation 5. Uh, it's something I enjoy using it. I feel the psychology, which is exactly what it is. It's not really true, but you feel the psychology at the moment of the scarcity of the thing, like you're part of an exclusive club. Whereas with Xbox, obviously, and I'm not dissing Xbox, by the way, but with Xbox, you've got a great PC and you've got Game Pass. You're good to go. You know, I'm not missing anything. But PlayStation 5, even with them releasing more things on the PC, um, you're still waiting, what, two, three years each time for that to happen. So you kind of feel like you're in a, you know, a little bit of a, a, a special... You feel a little bit blessed if you have one at the moment, not going to lie. And uh, that kind of feels good. It's kind of like that uh, feeling of validation somewhat. So maybe that's kind of clouding my judgment a little bit. But it's something I enjoy using. I, I like playing on it. It feels like it's a gaming system, which is great. And um, it's incredibly quick to get to gaming and to kind of do gaming things. The ability to pin achievements and different things and achievement hunt if you sold shoes and, you know, the all mode stuff with all the different things that you can do with that as well and sharing stuff and sharing things easier and uh, the updates Sony could do a better job or with some of the way that they're treating customers with certain things shutting down you know PS3 stores and trying to hustle people and make it harder for people to buy classic libraries and stuff they need to do a way better job with PlayStation now there's rumors that they're going to do that but at the moment it doesn't compare to the Game Pass which is the main win for Microsoft at the moment and Purchasing Bungie for like nearly the same price as Bethesda. I don't get that. So some of the things that worry me about them, they kind of maybe getting a little bit too westernized. I'm missing that kind of Japanese touch somewhat of, a, of PlayStation sometimes. But their first party games are still top notch for the most part so far without any doubt. Feels like a proper console. It feels next gen. The scarcity will make you feel like you've got something special or an exclusive club um, and it's just a very very good system you know it's very solid very good thoroughly enjoying it okay so if let's just kind of pretend they're in an alternate universe if you could actually buy a PlayStation 5 console in 2022 in February or March or whenever would the integer recommend to you buy one it's a tough question I have a I suppose it's not a powerful PC now it's a 2080 RTX uh, you know SSD space and so forth and obviously you can use the DualSense controllers on the PC I bought one previous before buying the PlayStation 5 so you know you can get the PlayStation 5 experience on the PC when the controller is fully supported and many of the games do Deathloop um, I think Formula 1 2021 or 2022 probably 2022 uh, Metro Exodus. Um, did I say Deadpool Red? Did I say Deadpool Ready? Horizon probably will do when it comes out on the PC. I believe God of War does support uh, the DualSense controller, but they don't do much special features with that anyway, though, so that doesn't really count, I suppose. Uh, Days Gone had an update to work properly with the PlayStation 5 controller, but it doesn't use any of the features just yet. But all of the uh, new releases, Dying Light 2, utilizes all of the PlayStation 5 controller features on the PC as well. So if you, you know, are able to be patient and wait for the stuff to come out on PC, then the controller, which kind of makes the main difference, is available to use on the PC and you can save money doing it that way. However, if you want to play the exclusives right away and you want to be among the first 
and you want to know that all of the games that you're playing pretty much is being utilized and supported by developers on the system itself then the PlayStation 5 is the way to go if you uh, like the interface if you want a console that's actually a console as opposed to something that is quite optional really the Xbox if you have a powerful PC already and you have Game Pass you really don't need an Xbox to be honest with you even some of the backward compatibility stuff that you could only play with the hardware can now be played through the cloud and with older games you won't really notice it as much it's pretty performing so PlayStation 5 is kind of like obviously there's like Nintendo and so forth but really the two are those two for the like for like it is the console to get if you're going to get a console in my opinion because of those reasons um especially if you um already have a pc and say you know you already have a game pass there's really no reason for the xbox in that way and it's not a bashing of the xbox um i would like to have an xbox series x content reasons cover it and so forth but um if i had to choose one console it's the playstation 5 for those reasons i already outlined um before and that's where i would say that you probably would want to get one and enjoy it for those reasons um so yeah that is the playstation 5 console review for 2022 I hope you guys can get one if you want one and I hope you're happy with whatever you're using whether it's the Xbox, the PlayStation, the PC, whatever, Switch. I've got pretty much all of them buffed from the Xbox Series X because I'm a gamer and gamers don't care about what stuff they do and what they do, they just want to play the best, the best way that they can. If you can afford to do such then go ahead, if you can't, hopefully it's helped you make a decision. And uh, sayonara gozaimasu. Oh yeah, and we should have links to uh, buy any of the things we've been talking about. Amazon if you want to support the channel for free I mean good luck getting a PlayStation 5 on Amazon right now <laughs>